Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the STM podcast or the stuff that matters. So what most of us long for above all else is security. The sense that we are at last safe on earth. We pin our hopes for security on a shifting array of targets. A happy relationship, a house, children, good profession, public respect, a certain sum of money as financial security, etc. We confidently believe that when these targets will be achieved, we will finally be at peace. We mock the term happily ever after, associating it with naive children's literature. But in practice, we intend to live as if we could one day reach a place of rest, satisfaction and safety. It is very important to understand why happiness ever after shall always be an impossible goal to achieve. It isn't that we cannot have a good relationship or a house or a hefty pension. We may have all this and more. It's simply that they won't be able to deliver what we expect them to. We will still worry in the arms of a kind and respectful partner. We will still fret in a well-built mansion and our terrors will definitely not seize whatever income we have. It might sound unconvincing, especially when we are yet to achieve these goals, but we should trust this fundamental truth in order to make peace with the forbidding facts of the human condition. We can never probably be secure because so long as we are alive, we will be alert to danger and in some way at risk. The only people with full security are the dead. The only people who can be truly at peace are under the ground. Cemeteries are the only definitely calm places around. There is a certain nobility in coming to accept this fact and the unending nature of worry in our lives. We should both recognize the intensity of our desire for a happy endpoint and at the same time acknowledge the inbuilt reasons why it cannot be ours. We need to give up on what is known as the arrival fallacy, the conviction that there might be such a thing as a destination or a stable position beyond which we will no longer suffer, crave and dread. The feeling that there must be such a point of arrival begins in childhood itself with the longing for certain toys. Then the destination shifts, perhaps to love or career. Other popular destinations include children, family, fame, retirement, or the publication of the novel that you are writing. It isn't that these places don't exist. It's just that they aren't the places where we can pull up at, settle in, feel adequately sheltered by, and never want to leave again. None of these zones will afford us a sense that we have properly arrived. We will soon enough discover threats and restlessness afresh. One response is to imagine that we may be craving the wrong things, that we should look elsewhere, perhaps to something more complex or high-minded, like philosophy or beauty, community or art. But that is just as illusory. It doesn't matter what goals we have, they will never be enough. Life is a process of replacing one anxiety and one desire with another. No goal spares us renewed goal-seeking. The only stable element in our lives is craving. The only destination is the journey. So what are the implications of fully accepting and understanding this arrival fallacy? We may still have ambitions, but we'll have a certain ironic detachment about what is likely to happen when we fulfill them. 
we'll know that the itch to desire something else will start up again soon enough knowing the arrival fallacy we'll be subject to illusion but at least we'll be aware of that fact and when we watch others striving we may experience slightly less envy it may look as if certain others have reached there but we would know that they are still longing and worrying in the mansions of the bungalows and the luxury suites of the ceos we should naturally try to give the journey more attention we should look out of the window and appreciate the view whenever we can but we should also understand why this can only ever be a partial solution our longing is too powerful a force the greatest wisdom we are capable of is to know that true wisdom won't be fully possible and instead pride ourselves on having at least a slight oversight on our madness we should accept that certain anxieties will never cease and aim for a yogic calm state while accepting that we will never be definitively calm our goal should not be to banish anxiety but to learn to manage live well around and when we can heartily laugh at our anxious longing state so in the end i would like to introduce you to two german words that describe this human condition the first is zenzucht it refers to the continuous longing and yearning for something or someone else and is inbuilt in our human nature it is a noun translated as longing desire or craving and the second word is welschmerz this is what we feel when we cannot find peace nor rest our mind whilst looking at the world around us it denotes a deep sadness about the insufficiency of the world and with this the first episode of the stm podcast comes to an end i hope you enjoyed this and see you in the next episode bye